Want to be part of the Morning Blitz? Don't fight it. Tell me how you really feel. Send your thoughts to our text line at 785-899-2222. Thanks again to Cole Carmody for joining the program today. Really appreciate his insight on K-State football. And great to have him back on the show. I haven't visited him pretty much since the summertime. Cole got into school, and so it had to be. What happens? Yeah, you, do, you do two jobs, you know. You, <laughs> something's got. We be. love a, we love a historian. Oh, I love uh, World War Two. Yeah? I told him. I said, put me in the front row. I'd be listening to. <laughs> I love World War Two. Uh, that's great stuff. You're talking to a history major right here. You that is true. So you two are you two are like two peas in a pod because I think that's what he is. <laughs> He's a he, education history major, or at least history minor. So shoot, mm. and you guys are two mm-hmm. peas in a pod. You guys would be great. You guys could have a double <laughs> dual lecture. Be wonderful. See, All right. I, don't, I don't think you'd trust me to teach anyone anything. <laughs> no comment. Uh, let's move on here uh, as we've got to get to our college football power five. Let's do it right now. Oh, what? Oh, man. I lost my music, apparently. I just I just oh. noticed it right here. My It says no audio. So I'm going to have to go get more college football music, I guess. I don't know what happened Brutal. there. Brutal. Brutal is right. Let us, well, we're going to do it. We're going to do it old school. Uh, we're gonna we're just gonna roll through here. Let's get to our college football power five. Christian, let's start with, of course, we'll count it down. Number five. Where do you start? Number five. Number five. I got the Longhorns and the Cyclones. Iowa State uh, is hosting Texas. I think we all know Iowa State is kind of uh, sneakily good this year. Sneakily. They, <laughs> sneakily. That's a word, is it? it? Is. I hope. Sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky good. I don't think sneakily. We're going with sounds... sneakily. I'm, I'm going to double down on this here. I think they're sneakily good. Uh, we saw how close that ball game was, and an exciting one, too, uh, with Kansas and Texas, of course, Quinn Ewer still uh, not so great. I think, is he done for the year? I believe. Uh, uh, no, he's he was back last week. He played last week. Was he? I don't. Did he? Yeah, he was back last week. I think. Yeah, he was back. He was back well, last week. So he's back. Me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless, I think this will be a good ball game. But I do have it at number five. I think we have plenty of ranked matchups uh, to throw ahead of it here. I will admit that uh, that game was in my honorable mention. So Texas at Iowa State <sighs> because Iowa State at times has been a house of horrors for Texas, and that right? makes that game intriguing a little bit. My number five is actually in the Big Ten. Illinois at number 16, Iowa. Iowa, with a win, can clinch the Big Ten West, which has been an absolute, as I like to say, (laughs) turd this year. Uh, But they could win it with an unbelievable record of, I think they're sitting at, I think they're 8-2. Yeah, they're 8-2 right now. They can clinch it. Uh, They at least have a share of it, but they can outright clinch it with the win. Illinois, the you know, was struggling against Minnesota. Lost their starting quarterback, put in the backup Josh Paddock, and they went off. They came back and beat Minnesota on the road, and then they won at home. Uh, yes, they won at home last week. Uh, I forget who it was against, but they they outscored like forty-five to forty-three or something. They they all of a sudden have found offense with the backup quarterback in like a fifth-year senior in Josh Paddock. Uh, so I want to see if Illinois can get it done at Iowa. Iowa's offense put up twenty-two points against Rutgers. That's the most they've scored, I think, in all season, <laughs> or at least in the last month or so. So they're playing. I just I don't know for a reason that game there is number five Illinois at Iowa. Uh, in my cultural power five. Moving on to number four. Number four. Number four, I've got Georgia at Tennessee, which is a little bit tough, let's be honest, uh, because the SEC championship 
is set, right? It's Georgia yep. and Alabama. Uh, that is is in stone. So it makes it it comes down to that time of year. It's all these teams, especially you you get it a little early in the SEC uh, because of how top heavy it's been in recent years. But all of these teams playing for now pride and bowl games, right? Because your your CFB hopes are done, especially yeah, for Tennessee. Uh, who had them early and going into this season. Uh, and now, of course, your SEC title hopes are done as well. My biggest thing going into this ballgame is not, in fact, Tennessee. It's watching Georgia because seeing them last week against Ole Miss, they look like the best uh, team in college football. And I know this is sacrilege as a Michigan fan to say, but they look head and shoulders above anyone else in the field. They were incredible. Carson Beck was very, very good. So was, of course, their defense. Uh, I think it'll be a good game to watch, though. Uh, yes, I have that game at four as well. Georgia, Tennessee. I don't, I don't know if they're the – I think them and Michigan are the top two teams in college football. I don't know if they've surpassed them that much. I don't know how great the SEC is behind Alabama and Georgia, to be honest with you. I think it's okay. Um so we'll find out more when the cultural playoff comes around. But Georgia, by the way, surpassing Michigan or Ohio State excuse me, for the number one spot in the cultural playoff because they're mm-hmm. back-to-back top 25 wins last night as that was announced. Uh, but I have that number four as well. Moving on to number three. Number three, I have our Sunflower Showdown. Uh, my first in the state. So frankly, I'm just excited to watch this game. This is, of course, with a little bit of an asterisk, uh, assuming Jason Bean plays because Mm. I I think that he will like I said Leipold is optimistic that he'll play and I'm assuming uh, that he will perhaps unlike Jalen Daniels kind of tough it out a little bit get on out there Uh, that was that was a bit of a dig I get it I get it that was funny but yeah I think it'll be I think it'll be a, a good ball game I think the way KSU is playing as of late will be a little bit too much to handle uh, but frankly, I don't have a dog in the fight either way. I'm looking for a very good ball game, and I think that's what we'll get. My number three actually is in the Pac-12 between number eighteen or 17 Utah and number 22 Arizona. Arizona's come out of nowhere. Jed Fisher's done a great job this year as the as the head coach at Arizona. He's got a great freshman quarterback and some talented wide receivers. They put up points. Uh, and Utah, by the way, once again, a very, very good defensive team, but lacks the offensive firepower to be a top-10 team. Otherwise, they're a top-five defensive team. Um, they're really good, but they lack that that quarterback play and that offensive fire play. So Utah, Arizona, my number three. Uh, I'll just throw in my number two here real quick, and then we'll let you get to your number two. My number two is actually the Sunflower Showdown, Kansas State at KU. Eight-point mm. favorites of the Wildcats. I love your breakdown of that. Kansas State's healthier. They're playing with more confidence than I think Kansas is right now. But you never know. You just never know in a rivalry game what might happen. But I would say, you know, Kansas State, Kansas State probably uh, is going to be the favorite going in this game because I just think they're in a better spot health-wise. Going in the Sunflower Showdown. All right, uh, moving on to, to your number two. Number two. My my number two was your number three. We've got Utah in Arizona. Arizona's coming off that win over Colorado. Like you said, Utah's had some quarterback issues, and the <laughs> offense is not exactly the smoothest thing you've ever seen. Their defense is very good. I love watching a good defense go against a good offense. I think that's what we'll get, and... I think it'll be a fun game. Obviously, the Pac-12 is a little bit tight up there because of some games coming up, the one that I've got at number one. Uh, and, yes, number I think we're going to agree. Number one is, what, Washington at Oregon State? Number one, number five versus number 11. This, this should be a dandy, shouldn't it? I mean, Oregon State's very <laughs> good defensively. 
And Washington State is a fantastic offensive team and a solid defensive. I mean, you've got it's even matchups. You've got great offense against great defense, pretty good offense against pretty good defense. This ought to be a really good football game, I would think. I'm I'm super excited for it. And a little note, Oregon State. So the top of the Pac-12 is in conference play, undefeated Washington, then Oregon with one loss, of course, to Washington, then with two losses, you've got both Arizona, uh, who we just mentioned will be a good game against Utah, and then Oregon State is down there as well. Remember, Oregon State plays this week Washington, and then who do they have next week but Oregon? They've got the, the Ducks Civil War. and the Huskies back-to-back. I think that's going to be a wild finish in the Pac-12, and if they can pull off an upset somehow, this gets real top in the uh, this last hurrah for the conference. Yep, very much so. But yeah, that would be my number one as well. So, uh, right, real quick before we get to the walk-ups, they're way past due, but I've got a couple honor mentions. Wake Forest, the number 20 Notre Dame, the Sam Hartman reunion game. Uh, I mentioned Texas at Iowa State, and then number 24, North Carolina at Clemson. Clemson might not be ranked. They're still a good football team, and North Carolina is pretty good. And by the way, congratulations, the SEC. It's an active bye week. It's an active bye week. We've got, uh, you know, you got, you're got you taking on, you know, DeVry and, you know, whatever, you know, uh, Krappenberg State, whoever else is out there. you got a whole bunch of uh, SEC teams taking on a bunch of easy squads this week. It's the active bye week for the SEC. So good luck. Good job, guys. Good job. All right, uh, let's get to the walk-off. A three-run walk-off home run. A game-winning walk-off with a walk-off. His second walk-off hit of the season. In walk-off fashion, that baby's gone. As I mentioned earlier in the show, good luck to the Colby Community College Lady Trojan volleyball team. They're playing in the first round of the NJCAA National Tournament today. The 16th seed they are. They face the number one overall seed, Florida Southwestern State. It's a tall hill to climb, but they'll get it going today at 5 o'clock. So, there you go. Good luck to CCC. Any final words for the people, Christian, on this Wednesday? Oh, boy. So many. No, uh, I, I think you you overlook having Denver right down the road. The Nuggets are playing incredible basketball. Yes, we know. They're playing great basketball. Way to go, Denver Nuggets. When we get to the postseason, by the way, I saw the speaking of the NBA, I saw the 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 you know the mid season tournament court for the Nuggets. Or sorry, not oh. the Nuggets, not the Nuggets. It was the Thunder. Talk about trippy, trippy. It's, I, it's like watching basketball courts, on acid. It's like watching basketball on acid. Them. It's it's hard it's in my so hard eyes. To watch. Hard in my yeah. eyes. And so is the NBA. It's hard to watch. All right, yeah. that'll do it for us here on the Morning Blitz for Christian Peck, and I'm Ross Fulkmer. We'll see you back here tomorrow. It's been the Blitz.